Welcome to Super Ultra Vidge Adventure Turbo, where we, myself, Sadzilla, and my good friend Maverick discuss retro video games and nerd culture. In the next few episodes of Super Ultra Vidge Adventure Turbo, we'll be covering video game movies from the 90s. Well, actually, this might actually be our last one today, Maverick. Today, we'll be covering the last movie in our series, The Super Mario Brothers, The Movie, released on May 28th, 1993. Are you ready for this? Um... My, my heart is not ready, but let's do it anyway. I'm not ready either. <laughs> Where are we? I got a feeling we're not in Brooklyn no more. Luigi! You better not hurt They're brothers. They're plumbers. Oh, no. Luigi! They're on the trail. Daddy! of a kidnapped princess and a mystical meteorite. It's incredible! So Maverick, the synopsis for this movie is pretty simple. Okay. Two Brooklyn plumbers, Mario and Luigi, must travel to another dimension to rescue a princess from the evil dictator, King Koopa, and stop him from taking over the world. You mean, Does that kind of sum up with the movie you mean for you? two plumbers, Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. Like put the this is yeah, put, yeah. Put, Mario Mario and Luigi Mario put the proper yes, respect as they are properly names. named. <laughs> um, in the box office, it made twenty million dollars. Um, uh, more like twenty one million, but uh, give or take a million. Uh, uh budget was forty eight million. Um, and it was actually uh, distributed by uh, Walt Disney Studios, which I don't think a lot of people talk about. Thought that was kind of strange. I didn't realize that. <laughs> Mar- Mario and Kingdom Hearts when right exactly <laughs> um, the rights to this movie was actually I saw a thing you know, something that you referred me to the rights for this movie were actually just sold for two million dollars to make a movie out of uh, Super Mario Brothers and this is like the biggest thing going on at that time in 1993 sure yeah I mean yeah like, they I mean, were about like, to Nintendo release Super like, Mario World right no Mario World came out in 90 but okay yeah so they had just done that and i mean it was at the it was at its peak honestly it was like super big yeah no everybody like, like mario everything was. mario and nintendo was just like yeah it, it was it was the proverbial hot sheesh right and the the production of this movie is a mess i mean like there was a bunch of stuff going on behind the scenes of this movie to give us what we ended up with and uh, it's a. Uh, it makes sense when you watch the movie. What do you think? What was the first thing that popped out to you? Um, first thing that popped up popped out to me about the movie was basically uh the casting, and not even saying like whether it's good or bad, but the names that they got. I mean, like they have a uh, Bob Hoskins, um. Who is who is in everyone's favorite movie? Who the fuck framed Roger Rabbit? One of my favorites. And then you have, <laughs> and you have a uh, Dennis Hopper, like, and and yeah, like John Leguizamo, who would go on to do bigger and better things. But even in the '90s, like he was still not too shabby as an actor. Right. I mean, both of them, neither neither of them were weren't too shabby. I mean, uh, Hopkins uh, won an Oscar. Or was nominated for an Oscar or something like that before this movie. So, oh no, um, like like Hoskins and Hopper not were bad actors. No, Hoskins and Hopper are like legitimate, like good actors, like way better than this movie yeah, deserves. Exactly. 
Like it's for it's sure. actually perfect yeah. for like where John Leguizamo was in his career at this time. This is probably yeah. perfect, but I think even he, like he deserved better. And I heard that Tom Hanks was actually going to take the role of Mario before he jumped on. Oh dear. And then they were like, "Oh, we don't want Tom, we don't want Tom Hanks because he had a few duds before this movie was going to be going into production." So they're like, "Yeah, he's on a downturn. So let's let's not even let's not have him in the lead role." And then he won like an Oscar for his next role or something. <laughs> so it was kind of like, uh, uh, "Oops." Yeah, imagine making your um, Mario movie and saying, "You know who we don't need? Tom Hanks." Tom Hanks. <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, especially in today's age. But back then, I guess he was still just starting out. I mean, he had a few mo- good movies like Big and um, uh, what was that other one with uh, Meg Ryan? Another one, Meg Ryan. I can't remember. Um, but he, I mean, he was he was he was doing his thing. I mean, but then he just had a few duds, and so they just didn't they just didn't want him. Nintendo was like, I don't like him. So okay. Uh, the first thing that actually popped out to me was I knew that Daisy was in this movie and not Peach, and I knew who the actress was that played her. So when this movie started, and I see the actress of Daisy dropping off an egg to these nuns that hatch into a literal child, and then they leave. Uh, she leaves them with a green crystal, and that's how the Super Mario Brothers uh, movie starts. But then I find out I realize that's that wasn't actually Daisy. That was Daisy's mom, I guess. Yep, that is that's supposed to be Daisy's mom. So, so she looked exactly like her daughter, or her daughter looks exactly like her, and she dropped her off or whatever. And I was just thought I thought that was a very strange way to start off this movie, which would turn into a lot of strange things about this movie. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was pretty strange. I mean, it's its whole obsession with dinosaurs in general is kind of like what the whole movie's about. Um, it's a very strange take on what dinosaur movies would be, would become because Jurassic Park came out like right after this. So <laughs> we finally got our first really good dinosaur movie right after this movie. So this is a definitely a strange experiment in that world. What did you think? I mean, that was kind of a thing, right? Like in the nineties, at least like for me and kids, I, and we love dinosaurs. We love dinosaurs. Like we all had dinosaur toys. Like that was just a thing. We just love dinosaurs. It was two things. Dinosaurs. It was dinosaurs and Titanic. We just loved both of those things. Yes. As a young <laughs> child, I really did love the Titanic. That movie spoke to me. Yeah. Well, I mean, not not just the movie, but just like the whole idea of this sunken ship with all these memories attached to it. Like they were going down in the water and like searching for all this stuff, you know, uh, deep in the ocean. I thought that was fascinating. And then there was like tons of shows like that because of that movie. So... Well, it, I don't know, but that's a little bit off topic, but <laughs> it, basically what Sadzel is trying to say is that in the 90s we loved dinosaurs and we loved Celine Dion. That's basically. <laughs> that's 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 exactly what I'm saying. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, there was a movie made about Super Mario Bros. Did you know that? Let's talk about that. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, um another thing that popped out to me is uh Luigi definitely wants that Poo-Tang. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. He sees Daisy and he is, uh, definitely taken aback by her, her looks, I guess. Uh, and she has a little bit of story going on. She had, she like is digging up in the middle of Brooklyn dinosaur fossils 
they're finding a bunch of new species and stuff like that, yep. I guess. Yep. And then somehow uh, Scapelli, this guy named Scapelli, who also has a plumbing business, yeah, um, wants in on this action. He, and he was kind of like terrorizing her. And uh, there was a little bit of uncomfortable sexual exploitation going on. I don't know. Uh, with her character in him. So, 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 when you see Mr. Scapelli, just picture it like Trump, but less scummy. <laughs> less scummy. Less scummy. Yeah. Less scummy for wow. sure. Uh, and she, they, he had mentioned uh, one quote that poked out to me. He had mentioned to her, he's like, you know, you better watch your step. You know, there's been a lot of missing girls lately. You know, and I was like, what? Are you confessing that you're the person that's taking these girls? And we find out that's not what he's saying because he's not the person that's doing that. But at the same time, it's like, why would you say something like that? That's possibly incriminating. I I think it was opportunistic. Like, yeah, he wasn't the one snatching the girls, but he's like, I could still use those girls going missing to intimidate Daisy. Right. Yeah, but it's just kind of weird that he made that, like, as a threat, like how how can you threaten that if you're not the one involved? You know, it's a very strange e- easily piece of dialogue. Uh, yeah, easily, no, it made sense to me. <laughs> I mean, like you're you're a bad guy threatening some college student out here, like yeah. digging up bones. Like like you're a piece of garbage, right? So it's <laughs> like if other people are doing garbage things, just say hey. You know those girls that went missing? Damn, it'd be a real shame if you were one of them, huh? <laughs> like what like if you're trying if you're threatening and intimidating somebody, like I don't think you have the the honor and morals to be like, you know, I'm not the one snatching those girls, so maybe I shouldn't take credit. <laughs> I don't for think it has anything <laughs> to do with morality. I just think it's like I think it's a dumb thing to say. It's like it's almost incriminating him at that point, you know? Uh, logically, I, I just looked at that like very strange. Um, but speaking of the girls missing, um, she meets Luigi and Mario. Um, yep. and they're like, she keeps on looking over cause she knows that she's being followed and the people that are following her are looking at a newspaper and she knows that these girls are missing. They're looking at a newspaper talking about these missing girls and she keeps on looking over at them as the Mario brothers are talking to her and they're like, Hey, we'll give you a ride jump in our van and she's like sure well <laughs> like we have charming. missing girls well, it, and she jumps into mario, a two strangers van mario's a charmer this is true he's a like, charmer throughout the entire movie oh absolutely and it was actually kind of strange <laughs> i mean what, what was strange about that interaction was like luigi says like we got a van and she's like, it's nice. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she's like, okay, it's nice. Yeah, but that's like how he says it, right? Like, we yeah. have a van. It's, it's like, like you... you clearly do. It's right there. It's nice. You need a ride? Yeah. We have a van. Okay. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah, no, it was, uh, I, I liked how Mario kind of like, you know, stepped up and he like, kind of talked to her is like hey look he doesn't know what he's talking about like 
Just jump in. Mario's like, a good wingman. We, we got man. you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. He's a good wingman. And actually, you know, Mario and Luigi's relationship is actually pretty sweet. I actually do like their relationship in the movie. Agreed. Uh, I like yes. that. I like their uh, uh, Bob Hoskins chemistry. and John Leguizamo have yeah, they have really good chemistry together. Like, and I think that's one of the things that makes the movie like pleasant, like right. as pleasant to watch as it as it could possibly be because they're they're great as Mario and Luigi. They have good chemistry. It's fun to see them together. No, for real. No, they really they really do. And I actually heard that on the set because there was a bunch of production problems. That before like some scenes, like they would just like take a shot of like scotch or something, because like they were just they, like that's basically what the whole production of the the movie became is like this like kind of like party because everybody was just trying to get their mind off of the disaster that they were a part of, um, and they those two together were uh, they're really good friends. Um, and speaking of, uh, Luigi, the guy who plays Luigi and the girl who plays Daisy actually started a relationship too in the, in the outside of the, the movie. So pretty interesting. Um, uh, let's see, uh, Mario really hates, uh, Scapelli. He really hates Scapelli. So Scapelli are like terrorist plumbers. I mean, as plumbers. he should, but still. They're like terrorist plumbers. They go and they f- try to flood the site where she has all these like dinosaur fossils for whatever reason. I'm not even sure why, honestly, um, in the middle of the night, they try to do this. And then Luigi is like, Oh, sh- like, I don't like, we need to go get Mario. And he tells Mario and Mario's like, it's Capelli. We're going to go kill basically. <laughs> like he's like, well, first, first I'm going to break his bones. And then I'm going to kill him. <laughs> yeah. Mario's very aggressive in this movie. Like, way more aggressive than I thought he was going to be. I've never seen a Mario this aggressive. I mean, I've... I mean, like, there was Captain Lou Albano and not even... He, like, he was a pro wrestler. and he Even he wasn't that aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> like, this like this, this Mario is definitely... You know what? Actually, after watching... Um, all of these uh, video game movies and there are some that I'm just like eh, they're kind of like wimps you know or you know they could be a lot better or whatever like Mario did not disappoint me at all Mario like stood up to everybody he did not care like he stood his ground he knew what he had to do and he did it you know there's a few moments where like him and Luigi are kind of doing some slapstick comedy but overall like Mario like took on every enemy he kind of had to take on and uh he did not take uh he took no prisoners you know so that is a uh, it's pretty interesting because i wouldn't expect that of mario but yeah. no i mean i just agree i just agree that uh yeah mario is pretty much like mario's the hero of his movie and that is just clearly defined in like as opposed to like Guile or uh, Guile or Luke Kang, right? Like I think that like, I don't want to count Bimmy and Jimmy, but like I'm looking at like Guile, <laughs> looking at like 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 the closest things to compare compare Mario to is like Guile or uh, Luke Kang, and Luke Kang, Luke Kang, Luke Kang and Guile kind of take second place to like the rest of the cast, but like you know like bob hoskins as mario is like clearly the hero of this whole show definitely yeah definitely yeah there was a lot of characters in all the other movies that we watched except for maybe double dragon um but this one definitely 
it was just Mario and Luigi and Luigi really uh relied on Mario a lot um so and, and um, Luigi Luigi is the younger brother slash sidekick so like that's like the perfect like that's perfect that's the way it should be I actually really like the lesson that Luigi ends up learning in this movie his so we learn two things we learn two things in this movie is that yep. Luigi always needs to have his tools and he needs to use them, you know, like always be prepared with your tools. And, yep. and then also everybody loves to dance. So <laughs> those are the two things that we learn in this movie. And I'm like, I'm completely fine with them. You know, it was, this movie was very like consistent as far as like probably out of all the ones that we've watched so far. And I'll get into this later on. This is probably the most, and it's strange for me to say this, but coherent like consistent like like the the pacing of the movie is like it feels like an actual movie um the other movies that we have watched and um the movies that uh yeah just the movies that we've watched so far they have like they're more of they're definitely video game movies they're bi- a big huge video game reference right but like yeah. this one is so far from what Super Mario Brothers actually is, if you didn't say yeah. any of their names or any of the characters, like no kid would know what this movie is about. No kid would know this is Super Mario. You know? That's very true. That's very so true. So that's like, you know, like if I watch Mortal Kombat, you know, that's obviously Scorpion. If I watch, you know, uh, Street Fighter, that's obviously Bison. Um, and same thing with Double Dragon, you know, like, okay. You know they have the suits at the end. Like I know who they are, even if you put the well, the, yeah, yeah, the guys Jimmy, in the Jimmy, suits. Jimmy, a Bobo, yeah, like like yeah. like if you played Double Dragon, like you knew, you knew who you knew. Was but this is part. really hard. This is really hard to tell what, and it's, it's honestly kind of hard to tell where they were kind of directing this movie. Like, what, who were they targeting when they made this movie? Because it is like totally, it's very strange. Um, because I would not expect them to kind of take a Super Mario Brothers movie and make it dark and gritty, but that's exactly what they ended up doing with this movie. Yeah, because it also shares the um, or like or like the Koopa dimension. I don't know if it actually has a name. I'm just it's a it di- dimension. It's like a Dinotropolis or something like that, or some kind of New York reference. But it's like Dino something. That's what it's called. New Dino City? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, but anyway. Dino Angelus is Dino Angelus. <laughs> Dino Angelus. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> which, is fun, which is fitting because I wrote in, in my notebook here, Theory, Super Mario Brother and Super Mario Brothers and Double Dragon takes place in the same universe. It honestly kind of feels like it, honestly. And actually <laughs> the person who uh, built the set actually is the guy who made uh, uh, the set for Blade Runner, which I thought was pretty interesting. Huh. So, yeah. And it kind of makes sense when you look at the world that they made. Lots of LED lights and stuff like that. So, yeah. Fun. Okay, yeah. I, I didn't know that, but that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, One thing that they did that was accurate, I was like, okay, I guess this works. Uh, the idea that the pipes that they were in when they... Uh, when they were flooded and then they got went and got Mario and he's like pissed at Sc- uh, Scapelli and he goes and helps them stop the pipes from leaking and, and ruining all the fossils. They're in those like tunnels, those pipes 
I guess. Yeah. And um, uh, they lead the part of it leads to another world, which is where we get to that Dinotropolis or whatever it's called. So, Dino Angelus. Dino Angelus, right? We'll just call it Dino Angelus. Um, this is where Mario gets really violent, where he says that quote where he's going to break everybody's bone in their body and then he's going to kill them. And I was like, wow, okay, so here we go. And this is where really the movie started really, you know, uh, jumping off for sure. This yeah. is when the movie sped up. Um, they issue a plumber alert because plumbers have entered the other world. So we have yeah, a plumber Yeah, this alert. has happened. I, I, I wrote, have they had a previous plumber rodeo? <laughs> like, has this happened more than once? They, they must be not too fond of plumbers, uh, specifically. I wonder if, you know, Scapelli has been in this other world. Or if they've done some terrorizing <laughs> themselves, because they are some terrorist, terrorist plumbers. So maybe they were also over there at one point. Um, also, but... a small a small thing I appreciate about appreciate about this world is uh, mm-hmm. the police jackets. Uh, like, yeah, you know, like like the jackets they wear, they're bedazzled. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're right. I remember that. <laughs> I, I, you know, just a small little detail, but I'm like, I appreciate that. <laughs> and and speaking of the police, speaking of the police, they issue you know this plumber alert, and then the police realize that they are plumbers. And then they arrest them. They're like, "You're plumbers. You're arre- you're under arrest." And Mario's like, "He's fucking furious. He is yeah. pissed. He's like, you're yeah. gonna arrest us because we're plumbers. Are you serious?' Like, and he's just like going going off. And they bring him into the the prison, and he's still just going off on everybody. Like hashtag a cab. <laughs> yeah, right. He is he is not happy with the police at all. You can tell that Mario might have had a run in with the police before, <laughs> even in you know outside of Di- uh, Dino Angela's. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. I thought, I I thought that was pretty funny. And then uh, they do that whole photograph thing where they point the the red the red dot in their face, and they're like think they're about to get shot, and. Uh, and then you know it just takes a picture. I actually got a laugh out of that. I like they're and that's what makes it good is because these are good actors. You know, like even and, if uh, it's like a ridiculous thing, like they they sell the scene. Yeah, absolutely. Like for real. Like first time watching this, like these like are they gonna straight up like firing squad execute <laughs> the Mario right. Bros? And it's like here's a and picture. that's exactly what uh, they think. Took you. Yeah, because that's what it looks like. Like what the <laughs> exactly. heck? <laughs> Who made this decision? Um, uh, yeah, they escape. They escape prison eventually. Um, well, and you, you missed they're... something important. Uh, I'm going to stop you because you missed something okay. important. What was, uh, um, what was the important part? When they were arrested, they were also um, they were also arrested with a street for a street performer who was played by noted celebrity Machine Gun Kelly. Um, Machine Gun <laughs> Kelly went back in time. Eminem roasted what? him so hard, he went back in time and played a character named Toad. <laughs> he used to be no, a rapper, no, but now no he's disre- playing on the no street. No disrespect to the about- person who actually played Toad. <laughs> I, I was going to say Vanilla Ice. I'm not going to lie. I was going to say Vanilla Ice, but I'm like, it'd be funnier if I said Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, and Macklemore. I went through all the white rappers. Oh, Macklemore. You, wait, like, you were you just... Know, <laughs> He definitely does look like he would be like a white rapper. I understand. I understand what you're saying there. So, sure. like, 
So I went with Machine Gun Kelly because now Machine Gun Kelly is a pop punk artist. It's relevant. It is relevant. Yeah. So <laughs> I am I'm dating that. I am dating the hell out of this podcast with, with my timely humor. <laughs> Especially with the Machine Gun Kelly uh, reference, you know, by the time people, you know, actually start listening to our podcast on a regular basis and they go back to this episode, I'm like, who's Machine Gun Kelly? <laughs> I'm just trying to be just... hip. <laughs> I'm just trying to be... <laughs> no, I understand. I understand. Um, but but yeah, re- that, that actually is important, though, because Toad, of course, is taken. He is taken. He's arrested. He's there when they escape the prison. And yeah. he plays a pretty big part in the movie. Yeah, he actually Just, does. He turns into a Goomba later on. He does. And uh, when we get to that part, I got something else like about that I'm going to bring up. I also but, yeah. I also have something to, about that. But anyway, they escape from prison or whatever that uh, was. The police station. And, um, the police station, yeah. I, I just, I just want to give a small note that mm. whoever was the background, uh, whoever's in charge of like the background, um, I don't know who who that would be as far as like movie terms go, but they cared about the set. Uh, I guess like a set designer or something. I don't know. But anyway, like there was a sign um, like when they were escaping that said corruption cannot be reported. <laughs> and I really appreciated that. The, like just like it just like it's a back. It's just a background joke. Like nobody like it had nothing to do with anything. I was just like, I see you. I see you set designer. <laughs> Good job. See, that's great. That's great. You had mentioned there was like jokes back there, and I was like looking for some, and like there was a few silly things, and like Boat Koopa, and you know, he's holding like a baby and things like that. But I did not yeah. catch that one. So that that is a treat for sure. Um, one thing that after they had escaped from the prison, they get into a police car, and Mario is driving, um, which he is the greatest driver ever, apparently. And uh, Luigi is kind of like navigating him with like some like video game like GPS thing, and I of this is where I realize you know after watching all these movies, these movies really love putting video game references in their gigantic video game reference. You have to. You have <laughs> you really like, have to in every single one of You want to know what you were watching? You want to know what you were watching? <laughs> exactly. It's like, hey, do You'd you guys like, play video games? Is this a movie so about a video game? I can't tell. <laughs> we also play video games. <laughs> um, but anyway, so another thing that we learned is that uh, some people were evolved from dinosaurs and humans were evolved from monkeys. So this is just confirms the uh, whole reptilian uh, theory of reptilian Living people. Under the streets of New York. I wonder if this is where that conspiracy theory came from. I think that's been around for before this movie, but... I, I did put it together that that's probably what this movie was talking about. This movie was I, probably playing on that conspiracy theory. They had to have been, right? That's what I thought. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I think it that, was. I didn't put that together until you said it. So, yeah. And not only that, but the uh, the directors of this movie kind of, um, I think it was actually part of their idea to do that. And then they have also kind of been in that kind of like pseudo political type, like, you know, um, you know, 1984 type, you know, like maybe like the, you know, they're feeding us lies type thing. You know what I'm saying? So I could, well, I, could probably I, I see, could see like the big brother that. is watching you kind of aesthetic. Right. Exactly. Happening. I could see. Uh-huh. So yeah, I thought that was a pretty, uh, pretty interesting. I and mean, then they, you know, they keep on calling them mammals, uh, which I thought was pretty funny. Uh, you know, they're like, like, oh, were ma- they evolved mammal, from monkeys? Mammals I get. Ha! 
And yeah, it's it's weird though because that changes. Like I get calling them mammals to to right. kind of say, hey, these are the people who are different from us and causing mm-hmm. chaos. But sometimes they call, they call them plumbers. Like that sticks. <laughs> like they're like, oh, like especially Koopa. He's like these these damn plumbers are ruining. Like why why are we stuck on the plumbers <laughs> why, thing? <laughs> why is their uh, job title con- like important? I don't understand. <laughs> right because it, it, it's consistent throughout the movie and it's like why is them being plumbers important because it's a super mario brothers movie i guess so yeah and like in any other movie their jobs would not matter it's but be- since it's, it's a super like- mario brothers movie it's like how oh, they're plumbers like you know in the games there you see but i mean that's just kind of like how the movie is right the movie's so far off from what an actual super mario brothers movie is that they have to constantly remind you like hey remember they're the Super Mario Brothers who are plumbers. You remember that, right? That actually makes sense. Like I did, yeah. Like that was that was their way of making a video game movie was just making a movie and just like constantly be reminding you, like, hey, yeah, this is just a normal movie, but also Super Mario Brothers exists. <laughs> um, did you catch? Did you catch who Lena is played by? She's like Fiona the bad Shaw? female character. Fiona Shaw, is- I think her name is. Do you know who? You know what other movie she was in? No. It hit me. Aunt Petunia from Harry Potter. Really? Yeah, his his like bad aunt or whatever. That's her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I know that. that. That's wild, isn't it? I I didn't I didn't even rec- I mean, I was like, I know who she is. I've seen her from something. I almost thought she was like a comedian actor actress. Um, but then it, it hit me. I was like, oh, I know, I know that face. I know that. That snarky face. That's definitely her. Um, and it, it yeah. fits perfectly for her role. She's not a character that we know from Super Mario Brothers. She's just like one that they just kind of like made up. Um, her whole her whole thing was kind of honestly kind of weird. I'm not sure why they even needed her in the movie, really. Yeah, um, yeah, because you know when I was watching the movie, I was kind of thinking that too. Like I had that in the back of my head, but then like after watching five of these movies. <laughs> I've had a lot of like I've had a lot of moments where it's like, hey, I know who that is, but then I look it up and I'm like, I don't, <laughs> you know? It's just, oh right, just yeah, because like, it just shows like the first couple, uh, first five movies or last movies that they were in. And it's like, oh, I haven't seen any of those, and don't look further into it, but there actually is something. That's well, I think I it's because it, it's it's I think it's because I've seen these movies so many times. That I think, oh, I know them from something, and it probably is mm-hmm. the movie I'm currently watching. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I know them from Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, we know. <laughs> but then, yeah, um, like Fiona, yeah, she was Aunt Petunia, and I was like, oh shit, okay. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Uh, when uh, I have a few notes about Goombas. Do you want to go ahead and touch on Goombas? Yes, I will. I will. Uh, I will start. There's a few things. Uh, I'll start off with one thing. Um, I'll just say like a blank Goombas, right? And the first thing is dancing Goombas. Dancing Goombas. Giant dancing Goombas. Goombas. Giant Goombas. Also, yeah, because they are giant Goombas. <laughs> they're, they're like seven to eight feet, eight feet tall. Right, they, with like huge. tiny heads. <laughs> with tiny heads. Yes. Yeah. I don't know to understand what the what the the choice to do that was. I mean, did they think it was like comedic or like they're not like if anything they're not terrifying. No. Like they're not scary. They're kind of I mean like I wouldn't say cute, 
but they're, they're goofy I mean, there's looking. there. I mean, Toad Toad is a Goomba. Actually, is cute. Um, he's ugly, well, but he's well, cute. Because, it's like because a, they give him a, they gave him, um, the, like when he's turned into a Goomba, the Goomba, like, I guess like the Goomba leader, like the Goomba sergeant or whatever, like basically the Goomba in charge gives yeah. him his, his, um, harmonica back. Right. Exactly. And he wears it throughout the movie as a Goomba. So, you know, which one is Toad. I'm like, well, okay, no, now that's important. But I don't now even know need, which one is Toad. that's the thing though. Like. He always had like a big smile on his face. He did. And he was just you, happy to be there. Yeah, you just knew that that was Toad the entire time. But it was kind of an odd choice. It's like, so you have Toad in the movie, but you make him a Goomba. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but like, it was just. But I mean, it's kind of strange. Yeah, but I think it made sense to give him the harmonica because I think like you'd get lost after a while. Right. There's, like a big smiling Goomba, like. <laughs> giving Daisy food or something, you'd be like, "Right, that's weird." Because I, I, I probably would have forgotten that Toad was turned into a Goomba if it wasn't for the harmonica. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was kind of like a Charlie into Blanca situation. It's like, wait, why, why is he Blanca? You know, and so it's like, wait, why did Toad get turned into a Goomba? But I don't know. It, it fit the story. It, it made the Goombas more likable, and that's why I mentioned the dancing Goombas. Like, it just like. And then later on in the movie, like, they have that whole scene where Luigi makes them dance, which is, I, I had a laugh out loud moment. I was like, this is pretty funny. Yeah. And yeah, then, and he had mentions to Mario, he's like, everybody likes to dance. That's how I did it, you know? And so, which, which, if you had left it there, I would have, like, just forgot about it and it wouldn't have been, like, a big part of the movie, right? But um, later on, like in the final battle sequence or whatever, he's like, we need the, you know, get my army or whatever. And they're like, the dan- the the Goombas are dancing again. <laughs> <laughs> they can't help. They can't help because they're dancing. And he's just like, damn it. <laughs> you know? And he just like, you know, cuts it off or whatever. But it's just like, what? Why did they start dancing again? But it's funny because it's just like, okay, now the Goombas are dancing uh, with each other, I guess, again. So and you don't have to see it. It's just the fact that they said that made it for me. Um, I thought that was pretty funny. Like, I, I actually, like, I'm looking at my notes. It said Goomba dancing scene in the elevator is legit hilarious. And then a few few little notes in between, and then the Goombas are dancing again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Goombas are dancing again. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. And then uh, another one that I have about the Goombas is sledding Goombas. Sledding Goombas. I, I enjoyed that too. <laughs> because Sweating Mario Goombas? has to... If Mario has to save his girlfriend, his girlfriend got trapped in the other world as well. He finds out about yeah. it. And he's like, oh, my gosh, I was supposed to take her to WrestleMania. WrestleMania. And so that's great that Mario's girlfriend is a wrestling fan. I, I mean, are we talking the... about that? Because I was curious. I'm like, okay, WrestleMania in 93. Which WrestleMania was that? That was WrestleMania 9, which is widely considered by wrestling fans to be one of the worst WrestleManias, if not yeah. the worst, which is kind of fitting for the movie. <laughs> but um, it is it is fitting, but it's also kind of like I mean they I mean I'm sure they had high expectations for the WrestleMania because WrestleManias were the bomb right the, the, the at that time. So, but they didn't know that it was going to be the worst one. You know, so it's like, eh, you maybe you don't need to go to that WrestleMania. 
<laughs> but see, here's here's something interesting. The event took place at Caesar's Palace in Paradise, Nevada, which I think is like a suburb, not a suburb, but like a. And Paradise is an unincorporated town and census de- designated place in Clark County, Nevada, United States, adjacent yeah. to the city of Las Vegas. So mm. basically, Las Vegas, Nevada. So Mario was going to take his girl to Las Vegas to yeah. watch WrestleMania, but then she, but then you know, kidnapped by Goombas. But yeah, anyway, so he has to go save them, and they they pop out with this like Goomba mattress. They called it the Goomba mattress. I don't know what it was about this mattress that it was a Goomba mattress, but they all get on it. Him, his girlfriend, and like like four of the other missing girl, the girls that were missing, and they slide down this uh snow it looked like it had like snow in this like tunnel this pipe and they're sliding down That's... and then like right behind them is like three goombas on another mattress <laughs> and they look so silly on this sled this like sledding down this thing and uh no i just thought i thought that was another hilarious moment with those goombas like they, yeah, I, I, I think I, I thought the, it was hilarious, and they they looked cute. Like they looked cute in that. They looked cute. When yeah, they were sliding, it, this you is know, when they were sliding on the mattress down the vent or whatever. I know that their whole design is like kind of an anomaly. It's like who came up with this, but it's just the right amount of campiness where I'm just like I appreciate it for what Same. it is, and yeah. like I I kind of love it. And I think later on, uh, like in the beginning, like with this movie. People really hated it, and people really hated this movie in general. But people, I think, overall, especially like fans of Super Mario and stuff, kind of have made this movie kind of like a cult classic, and they kind of appreciated it a lot more over time. So I think the campiness ended up working for it later on as well. So, I mean, like, the wrap-up, the Goomba stuff, yeah, I, I, I do enjoy the, the Goomba stuff for what it is, for sure. What about yeah. you? No, absolutely. Like they're they're goofy, campy, funny. Like that's what we should yeah. be having in in a movie based on a video game, especially a lighthearted yeah. video game like Super Mario Bros. Like yeah, it's it's perfect. With all of its with all of its uh shortcomings and just like weird decisions, that one was one that I think ended up working for it in the in the long run, but yeah, I mean, I can definitely understand why people were put off by it at first, especially when they play super mario brothers day in and day out and then they get a movie and it looks like that it's like wait what (laughs) that is that doesn't look right you know but um did you catch the uh did you catch the uh because they were trying to combine both worlds right they were trying to bring the worlds together and then the end arc the final arc of the uh the movie they it's actually happening like the uh yeah Lena, I guess her name was under name Lena. She, yeah, yeah Lena, uh, Aunt Petunia. She actually puts the the stone in the stone thing or whatever, and I guess that's gonna bring the worlds together. Um, uh, that part of the story is kind of incoherent. But, um, back to my point when when you go back to the real world, it shows the city because they're in Brooklyn. Um, and you see New York and the two towers are in there and, and, uh, the two towers get specifically the two towers are destroyed. (laughs) 
specifically yeah. those two like poke out as being destroyed and i just thought that was yeah, pretty yeah, interesting they, yeah like, yeah they don't yeah there's like some kind of like effect basically i guess like when the worlds are being merged the twin towers are not part of it like really i don't know if destroyed is the right word but like uh, they look like they're like kind of like altered out of existence or something like that when the worlds are merging like uh, okay okay yeah something like that but basically like you know I thought that was pretty in New York, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> like... exactly, exactly. Yeah, that, that 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 actually kind of. I mean, it's it's always kind of strange when you watch these old movies and you see them, and it's just like you you remember like oh that was a thing, you know. Uh, so yeah, I mean they always told us never to forget. So I mean I haven't forgotten yet. So. <laughs> uh... Uh, so uh, the, the, another thing, uh, I don't know if you caught this, but the devolution gun that they use is just a Super Nintendo scope gun. Is it? Yeah, it's just that you know the the big gun that they had. I think they yeah. call it like the Super Scope or something like that. It's just a yeah, black matted. Scope. It's just like a black matted Super Scope. Like, it looks exactly like it, except it's black. It's not gray. So I'm I thought that. To just find a picture of it real quick. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's pretty. It's pretty similar in design, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Which they did something kind of similar with. You know, we what we talked about Street Fighter, and they had the arcade controls in that movie. Oh yeah, Um, yeah, they are actual. It is a super scope. It absolutely is. Yeah, it absolutely is a super scope. And then, I mean, like they do this a lot. Like they had the. like in the Street Fighter movie, they had the arcade controls that he was using yeah. to blow up, trying to blow up Guile, and then they had an actual Double Dragon du- arcade, machine arcade machine in the yeah. in the Double Dragon movie. Um, even in like, uh, wasn't it like in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie? Didn't they have an arcade cabinet, like a TMNT arcade cabinet, in that underground layer that they had? Not that I recall. Um, oh. But I mean, like Ghost, Ghostbusters Two had the NES advantage, like the the joystick turbo controller. Oh, okay. Uh huh. Ghostbusters Two had that. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street uh, Part Six had uh, Freddy using a power glove to kill somebody, <laughs> which is fucking rad. That is awesome. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, like, those are I, not I do video love... game movies, but it's always kind of nice to see stuff like that. Like I like I, you yeah. put you put that in your movie, you're gonna get like a little hurrah from the kiddies. Like absolutely, right? And that's that's kind of in itself because it's the gun. It kind of is a duck hunt reference, but the also the uh, the other reference um, to duck hunt is that control panel that she has to get on, and she has to choose her options on the control panel with a gun. Like Yoshi's like, hey, use a gun, and then she'll like, uh, I, I see what you, you mean. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like, so I, it, it, it kind of had it. references throughout, yeah. Because, I mean, that the original game came with Duck Hunt, right? Or the original Nintendo came with Duck Hunt and Super Mario. So yeah. I guess that's the reason. So Also, yeah, okay. Yoshi's in the movie, and Yoshi is an actual dinosaur. Yeah. Like and an Yoshi's actual dinosaur. Like, every, yeah. Yeah, and it's like mm-hmm. Koopa calls him a throwback, which I, at first I was confused by, but I'm like, is it because like they all, they all evolved from dinosaurs, but Yoshi still is one. Yeah. So I guess I guess so that's I what guess he like, meant. Yeah, I guess like Yoshi would be the equivalent of like a pet monkey. Yeah. In our world. 
Well, I mean, that's that's nothing. I mean, imagine if he looked at Yoshi and he was like, now I'm the boss. I would have been like, that's hilarious because I, <laughs> I also watch 80s sitcoms, question mark. <laughs> It's like Yoshi, who's the boss now? And Yoshi's just like, oh, <laughs> damn it, <laughs> foiled again. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, to wrap up to wrap up this uh, episode on Super Mario Brothers the movie, what is your one out of ten rating? And if you could change anything about the movie to make it better, what would you change? Um. Real quick before we wrap up, mm-hmm. um, just uh, because because we were talking about like you know references, uh, when when uh, the Super Mario Brothers first used the boots, like the like the jumping boots, in, yeah, outside of the club, it plays the death sound. Like when you die in Mario Brothers, it plays that. <laughs> That's strange. Which it is strange because they don't die, but it it makes that like bloop. Right when they die, like it yeah. plays like the first part of that. I'm like, why? Which they <laughs> didn't anyway. use a lot of the sound effects from the video games, but that's weird that we use that one for that particular. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The the death one, like, right? But uh, yeah, and there's then, also like uh, the businesses in the background are named like Hammer Bros, Thwomps, Bullet that. Bills. Yeah, uh, yeah, like all that. Um, the villains call the Mar- they call the brothers Sniffits. You know, just to throw that out there, and uh, shout out to uh, my girlfriend who I was watching this with. She noticed that the bomb at the end scene was wearing Reebok shoes. Yeah, I saw, I caught that too. I was like Reebok. That's I weird. I <laughs> missed that. So what a okay, strange good. what a strange <laughs> product placement uh, for that. What a tr- strange product placement. I guess Reebok is the bomb. I guess I don't know. I don't know what uh, why they wanted to be placed like that, but what it is what it is. <laughs> And the movie ends with Daisy coming back saying, yo, man, shit's going down in the Mushroom Kingdom. We got to go. And they're like, yeah, let's go. Why would they Why would they be hopeful that they would get a sequel? Yeah. Like, especially considering the history. And like, like, just like they, they, they the went through like of four the directors. The production was so shit. Why would you be like, yep, we're going to get a sequel out of this? Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> like I guess. You had to know that there was enough no money was made. If there was enough money made, then, uh, you know, maybe, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Like, even a bad movie that gets a lot of money, like, usually can get a sequel out of it. But. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know where they were going with that. You know, she's like, you can't, you gotta see this. It's like, what is going on? <laughs> Why do you have a gun? <laughs> what? <laughs> what Some kind of sequel bait. Who knows? Because there's yeah, no way exactly. that movie was getting another one. Any more, any more uh, things that you noticed about the movie? Or you wanted to talk um, about? There's a post credit scene. Yes. To build the uh, Super Mario Brothers universe, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like it, it's a it's a clever joke. It's a clever joke. You see, like two Japanese businessmen, and uh, they're like, "Oh wow, dude, we we saw we saw the uh, like you know like we heard about your exploits and all this crazy stuff that happened, and we want to make a video game about you." So you're like, "Oh yeah, that's how the Mario Bros got their game. That makes sense." But then it cuts mm-hmm. to like the Koopa cousins. 
<laughs> oh, well, look, what are we going to call it? We're going to call it the Super Koopa Cousins instead of Super of course Mario Bros. Yeah, so hilarious. Yeah, no, I, I thought that was I, I, I funny. thought that was cute. I'm like, okay, yeah. I, I see you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's 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 fun. It's fun uh, if you actually, you know, stood through the credits, which, I mean, if I went and watched this in theaters, I would not have thought, oh, no, let me stick through the credits of this movie yeah, to see no, what was going either. on, you know. Um, but, yeah, The only reason I saw it was because uh, the cuts of the scene had, or uh, the credits has um, Almost Unreal by Roxette. And then uh-huh. the dinosaur. So I'm just there listening to the music because <laughs> Super Mario right. Brothers has a good soundtrack for some reason. <laughs> it's it, probably it the does. best part and of the we, movie. We is hear we hear that we hear that uh, dinosaur song uh, in the uh, the club scene where uh, Mario is being very handsy with uh, the the woman that took that took um, the rock that big stone Bertha. or what? Yeah, Big Bertha. Yeah, which is a reference to the big fish in uh super mario brothers oh yeah the, oh yeah the fish, so that's why the she fish looks that way big bertha yeah. isn't it yeah so i don't know hey there was some there was some chemistry there uh but it was also kind of just like oddly adult <laughs> but anyway um so well I, I like i i think that's my review of the movie super mario brothers strangely adult <laughs> <laughs> right so is it what what is it out of ten one out of ten We'll wrap it up uh, this episode on Super Mario Brothers the movie. What is your rating of one out of ten? And like if there's a, like anything a, that you could change, what would you change to, well, to make it better? Like, like a five out of ten. Like wow. I don't, I don't know, I don't know if it's good for anybody. I don't know if it's good mm-hmm. for, like, it's not good for people. It's not good for fans of the game. It's not good for r- random people just out watching a movie that weekend. Like, it's not really made for anybody. I mean, and like, just like all the, all the production issues they've had, they show, um, the actors do a great job. They do their best with what they're given, but they had like daily rewrites and there Mm -hmm. is, there's nothing they could have done with that. They tried their hardest, the chemistry between like pretty much all the actors is great. You know, like there's nobody in that movie where I'm like, oh, they do a bad job. Like, uh, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like they're all great, but there's nothing they could have done. There's nothing they could have done to salvage it. And they all say to this day that they hate it. Like, yeah. Uh, like, like De- uh, Dennis Hopper. Um, I know Bob Haskins, uh, uh, Hoskins isn't with us anymore. And I think Dennis Hopper died this year. Maybe mm-hmm. I, he, I think he died too, but like, yeah, like they, they've done their interviews and they're like, that movie was garbage. <laughs> like, yeah. it was just like, they all hated it. It was definitely a stake in their career, for experience. sure. Right. And it, like I said, it's only now that people are starting to actually appreciate the movie for the campy cult classic that it is. Um, no, and I can but, appreciate that. Don't get me wrong. Like, yeah. It is a great campy movie. Like, But, I mean, like, it's not good. So like, It's not good. So you're going to be pretty surprised by my verdict on this movie. Okay. Um, what did I give? I gave, uh, I gave like a double dragon, like a six out of 10. I gave yeah. uh street fighter, like a seven. Yeah. Um, this one, I mean, I'm, I'm honestly like, I'll give it like a 7.5 out of 10. Hmm. And the reason I, I give it that is because if you don't watch this movie as a super Mario brothers movie, 
it's actually really not even that bad. As far as storytelling and pacing, it's probably one of, if not the best one out of the five that we've watched in our series. Um, just as far as a actual movie. Uh, but this movie just uh, like does not know what it wants to be or like who it's trying to appeal to, like you said. Um, another another movie that's kind of like a loose version of this concept is uh, Escape from Dinosaur City. Do you remember that movie? Yeah, I do. Yeah, and I haven't watched that movie in a long time, so I don't know if it holds up, but I remember watching it as a kid and liking it, and I think if they took – they had elements more of that realm you know like more of actual looking dinosaurs and i would recommend watching escape from dinosaur city over super yeah it's it's right okay so see so maybe it does hold up a little bit better um but like i don't know like it's just like if you're gonna go one way just to go all the way you know and uh it just said it didn't know what it wanted to do like it was very confused as far as like the tone and the look and like what they were actually doing. But if you don't look at it as a super Mario brothers movie and you just look at it as like this, like wacky, like reptilian people meets, you know, monkey people, evolution, weird, you know, blade runner type, you know, tech technology as advanced other world type thing or whatever i don't know just like it's actually not that bad i can i can understand the story more than i can understand the story in double dragon in street fighter mortal kombat and mortal kombat annihilation i can understand this story way better than all those movies and yeah um, true and either way this movie is definitely a movie of its time with all the dinosaur stuff and you know it's just I don't know. I guess that's what they were going for, but yeah, it's just, I don't know. It just did not know what it wanted to be. But as far as like just being a, like a decently made movie, like as a movie, it's not as bad as, um, all the other ones, honestly. (laughs) And I'm going to get, I'm going to get so much hate for our Mortal Kombat, uh, podcast. I'm sure by this time people, watching that or listening to this like i'm not gonna be liked if people like mortal kombat because i'm in i ended up you know giving super mario brothers in 7.5 out of 10 so and mortal kombat i don't think mortal kombat's better so yeah so yeah that's 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 my sum up for super mario brothers Oh man, i'll be excited to read those comments and i don't i don't (laughs) i don't I, i don't think you're wrong like Super Mario Brothers is a fun campy movie. The reason just the reason why I rated it so low is that if it if it didn't have the name Super Mario Bros, I don't I don't know how or why I would have watched the movie in the first place. That is you know true. I mean? That is true. Like yeah. it being called Super Mario Bros is what got mm-hmm. me to watch it. Exactly. So, yeah. And then like okay, it's called Super Mario Bros. Obviously that means something to me, but then I go watch the movie and like it has nothing to do with it. Like nothing. Mm-hmm. And like, right. it that that's what got me to the table. And now that I'm there, I like it, but I like garbage. I like bad things. <laughs> exactly same. I mean, I do like, like garbage. I, I, I've enjoyed. I, like, I have honestly, no problem saying that. Over the course of all these movies, I have like honestly enjoyed the hell out of watching these movies again, and discussing yeah. them, and and writing down these notes for these these movies because it has actually been a blast watching these movies. All of them 
are very entertaining if you like this kind of stuff and if you've you know grew up playing the video games or you had watched this movie a long time when you were a kid this stuff is fun to watch and honestly i don't even think i actually even watched the super mario brothers movie all the way through when ever so um so this was a this was a treat uh for me specifically and uh yeah i I actually enjoyed this series that we've done on these 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 movies what do you think maverick oh no i have two I have two um, video game movies. Uh, I mean, video games as a as a whole. By the time, like let's say ninety three to ninety five, um, were pretty much in a new infant infancy in, in infancy uh, because we had we had the video game um, market crash at eighty five with Atari. Like Atari killed gaming in the u.s then when like Mm -hmm. when nintendo started selling consoles here in like what 86 87 88 somewhere in there uh they had to market their video game console as a toy like they they marketed as a toy they made the cartridges big and blocky they made like like they knew what they were doing to get like to move away from video games that adults played to stuff that kids play. And you still see like Nintendo kind of has that same attitude today. But like that's why the fact that these movies were one even made in the first place is kind of crazy because like video games were like yeah, they were blowing up, but it was very much like a tr- like a trendy thing for kids. So that's why these movies are like for the most part campy, fun, lighthearted because they're making them for kids. That's who they want to get into the theater. Um so I guess my point is, don't be afraid to watch bad, campy things. You might find you might find yourself pleasantly surprised. And also watch the room. <laughs> and also watch the room, of course. Um, <laughs> so that that pretty much wraps up our uh, podcast for today on Super Mario Brothers: The Movie, and overall our series on '90s video game movies. So um, don't be afraid uh, to. Uh, Leave us all of your negative comments or positive comments. Um, and, uh, yeah, until until next time. Bye, friends. Super Ultra Beast.